This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. This gonna be when you get to the top. This gonna be when you get to the top. We got them crates. We got them crates. Stop playing. Hi, I'm Madison Malone-Kircher. And I'm Rachel Hampton, and you're listening to ICYMI. In case you missed it. Slate's podcast about internet culture. All right, we are getting right into it today with a very nice topic, if I do say so myself. Why must you do this to me? <laughs> I must. Shout out to the approximate 10 zillion people who asked us for this. Shamira, TJ, Carrie, Michaela, Drex. This one's for you. And by this one, we mean... We are finally, finally tackling the Milk Crate Challenge, which is a feat of core strength, bravado, some might say stupidity, and honestly, a delightfully surprising amount of community togetherness. What more could you want? But perhaps more importantly, where the fuck did this come from? What inspired people around the country to wake up one day form a makeshift set of stairs out of milk crates, and tempt fate. Are people robbing a milkman? Do they just have all these from when they stored their books in them? We have so many questions. So we're going to do what we do best and try to answer them with a little historical context, a little bit of a timeline, a little bit of me cold calling unsuspecting purveyors of milk crates to see what's what. (laughs) Buckle up. Let's get into it. Take a step, Joe. Take a step, Joe. So the very first iteration of what we now know as the Milk Crate Challenge seems to have appeared on Facebook on August 1st. Here's a little caveat, which we always offer, which is it's kind of impossible to date anything on the internet. And the Milk Crate Challenge is one of the most kind of organic things that have come up in the past few years. So it's really, there's no way to really trace it to one person. But one of the very first viral instances of the Milk Crate Challenge came when a man named Billy Joe posted two videos of people attempting to climb a pyramid of crates with the caption, on bro, out west crackheads, some different, got me dead. It's they money and they need it now, with a skull emoji and a laughing crying emoji. So in that video, which seems to have a ice cream chuck playing in the background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, yeah the, which... The Mr. Softy jams. Weirdly apropos. Anyway, a man is descending the pyramid of crates. Oh, wait, because they're milk crates. Yeah, ice cream. I really... It took apropos. a long time yeah, for my that, brain to get I, there. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it takes a long time for this man to get down these crates and he doesn't get down them because on the like second step down, they just fall over. So this dude eats shit. The video that is paired alongside it, that dude also eats shit. And that video that we didn't play comes from Snapchat, which really signifies that this trend is cross-platform from the beginning. The video that Billy Joe posts has 3,700 comments and 39,000 shares. 
So from here, the challenge really starts to pick up steam over the first few weeks of August. Uh, Shout out to Know Your Meme, we love you, who's also been doing a little bit of tracking on this trend. A man named Jordan Brown gets partial credit for popularizing the milk crate challenge as a trend. So between August 13th to, let's say, 16th, he posts three different videos of people doing some version of the crate challenge. They go like gangbusters, you know, five million views on Facebook at the peak. Like people, people go wild for these videos. The people doing and sharing these videos in the first wave are all almost entirely black men. And you're telling me a fun thing on the internet (laughs) wasn't started by white people? Was started by black people? I know. It's a shocking twist. This never wow. happens. I've never, never discussed this, this on the show before. before. <laughs> I know. So what's funny is that along with these videos starting to go viral under hashtags, under the hashtag like Crate Challenge, they also go viral under the hashtag Hood Olympics, which is my favorite thing in the world. So around this time that Jordan Brown is sharing these videos, Twitter gets in on it. So between... August 16th and the 18th, you start seeing people, again, primarily Black people, tweet things like, where the fuck are these people getting all these milk crates from? And I will never look at milk crates the same way. Honestly, fair and fair. And along with these comments, videos of people doing the milk crate challenge start going viral on Twitter. One of the first and one of the videos with the most views on Twitter comes from at Montclair Malk. It's posted on August 16th, and it's actually a compilation of a bunch of different people doing the challenge. Some of these seem to be screen records from Facebook Lives. Some of them seem to be screen records from Snapchat. This video currently has 1.8 million views. (laughs) I gotta say, as somebody who spent a childhood raised by, like, really risk-averse parents, like, I was never allowed on a trampoline, and I spent my whole childhood, like, irate about that fact but I grew up to become exactly like them. Watching these videos stresses me out so much. I kind of love them. What One thing I love about them is that this challenge is really intergenerational in a way that is fascinating to me. Like one of these videos features like an old head wearing a hat that is very familiar to me. It's kind of like a fedora, but not really. And then you have these young dudes in basketball shorts doing it. And then you have, like, women doing it. Like, it's really just kind of, like, cross-generational and equal opportunity in a way that I feel like a lot of challenges are not. Yeah, I mean, it's an equal opportunity to break your fucking hip. (laughs) I mean, you're not wrong. But an important thing about this video that we just played is that in these videos, there aren't a lot of people watching. It isn't quite the in-person community level event that it becomes. It's like five or six people standing around kind of observing. But then there's this kind of change. And the first time I saw this change was with this video of this girl named T who actually manages to do it. And she is the first person I and seemingly everyone else on the internet (laughs) See who does this without <laughs> busting their ass. Come on, man. Ain't nobody buy you a zombie. Bitch, 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 bitch. That's good. T 
T also does this kind of split as she gets off the final crate, and it's impeccable. I'm going to try to describe the pyramid that T is so gracefully standing upon. I'm still stressed, but T, I am also <laughs> impressed. It's, it's a pyramid of crates, one deep, and it increases by one crate each way on the way up. So the middle point is seven crates high, and milk crates are 13 inches tall. Let's call them a foot. So... She's a little bit over seven feet in the air at this point, at at the highest point, standing on milk crates. Very unstable milk crates. But as you can hear in that video, there are a shit ton of people kind of standing around, not only watching, but kind of waiting their turn, which again, is this change from the first wave where it seems like one person has just decided to get an undisclosed amount of milk crates and perform this challenge for the internet versus T's video where it is a group of people getting together to do this together, which I love. So this video is around August 18th. And after that is when this trend like fully solidifies into a mega viral challenge. And also Rachel, what you're describing a community driven event, or at least from the videos we start seeing more and more of online. Yeah, by the weekend of August 20th, the crate challenge has kind of fully coalesced under a hashtag. And most people are referring to it as like the milk crate challenge, Hood Olympics also is being tagged along with it. This solidification produces one of the most incredible versions where at Kizzy Carey does this challenge in heels. It makes some noise. Y'all quiet. Be quiet. She, needs a she said be quiet. Oh, oh my God. No, absolutely not. That's like a one-way ticket to falling on your derriere. I'm not even going to acknowledge that. Okay, keep going. <laughs> you did it faster in the hills. So, of course, people see that and make her into a meme because she's an icon, a legend. Carrie is even selling merch of her climbing the milk crates and looking like the lady who stepped into the new year, which is really just kind of an incredible capture of a moment all part of the uh the life cycle of a a viral moment so the memes are becoming more and more prevalent celebrities start getting involved paul wall Stephen a smith conan o'brien snoop dogg george takai local news coverage uh there's a contest in akron ohio where somebody can win like 500 bucks if they uh if they can do the crate challenge all this is to say these are classic telltale signs of a viral challenge coming to the end. Hey, listen up. I don't know who need to see this or hear this. Leave them crates alone, man. You're going to bust your ass, man. Leave them crates alone. You're going to get hurt. Hey, trust me, it ain't worth it. Ah, yes. Paul Wall, the voice of reason. Well, no one listens to Paul Wall because on August 25th, my absolute favorite turn, I keep saying that because everything is my favorite when it comes to this, but my absolute favorite turn comes when a bunch of black influencers in Atlanta coordinate the Hood Olympics and shut down, I shit you not, at least two parks and one highway. We actually talked to one of the organizers of the Hood Olympics, Keith Dorsey. Dorsey manages the Collab Crib in Atlanta, which is one of the first collab houses that's just entirely Black creators. So, I mean, my first question is, y'all threw the biggest Hood Olympics. So how did this happen? How did this come to pass? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so we started seeing it, of course, you know, us being the top creators in Atlanta. We was like, mm -hmm. you know, we need to do our own thing. 
you know, so a uh, few creators in the collab crib, you know, start talking about it, and they went and got their own crates um, from, like, a Kroger up the, <laughs> up the street from the collab crib. And they started at the house, you know. So literally he posted a flyer for it, and that flyer got, like, 24,000 spins on it. And we just we came together and we picked a location, and it, it worked. Well, the first location, the police shut it down. The cop got on the the little speaker phone was like, yo, we can do this next week. Let's help y'all get a permit. And then it was like, you know, influencers are really impatient. It was like, let's just go yeah. to another park. <laughs> <laughs> we went to DeKalb County. Um, oh. They just came. The police came, but they monitored. They just monitored the traffic. They didn't stop us. And um, it just got bigger and bigger and bigger. And they had, like, the police helicopter out. I mean, it was insane. Um so one of my lingering questions is where is everyone getting these crates? So where did y'all get all these <laughs> The first time I started seeing it, I was like, where are these people getting crates from? Yeah, like, exactly. exactly. <laughs> and then I was like, I got to find some crates now. <laughs> but then the two of the cloud crew members, Noah, um, Noah made us okay, Cool Ass O'Neal, and Theo Wissa, they went to, they, I literally looked on the story post, and I saw crates in front of the house. I was like, where did y'all get these crates? And then we went to Kroger. <laughs> so oh. I guess the grocery stores had the crates. I was like, oh, that makes sense. Incredible. <laughs> <laughs> um, my last question is, one of my favorite parts about this challenge is that it seems to have largely started within the black community and, like, been popularized by the black community, which happens a lot online. And I'm wondering if you could just, like, speak to that element of it. Like, it felt very community, a very yeah, well, community vibe. Yeah. So, first, the hood, first of all, mm-hmm. the terminology hood yes. is black culture. <laughs> yes. You know, mm-hmm. and, and sometimes you just have to figure out and use your sources, like crates. Like, a long time ago, they didn't have basketball goals like that, so they made hoops from crates. Mm. So, like, this situation is you get creative with what you have around your resources when you're bored or when you want to do some cool things, even when it comes to working out. And we are very creative people. Yeah. <laughs> so once people see that creativity, they see, man, that's really creative. I want to yep. try that. You mm. know, even, like, I saw videos of police doing it. All people all kind of hype house did it. They just pick off of that creativity, you know, that develops from from our culture. And it just literally goes viral. So the Crate Challenge is, as I said at the top, incredibly organic. Like an, an organicness that we haven't seen in a long time. And it's starting and being popularized primarily by Black people. It has all the makings of a viral trend. It has a low-ass, perhaps too low barrier to entry. It has people (laughs) injuring themselves, which America's Funniest Home Video has proved is a lasting getter of attention. It's incredible. It has everything. And of course, that means it cannot last because (laughs) as we mentioned, a lot of these videos end with people absolutely busting their shit. Mm. There's TikTok videos from people the day after they attempted the crate challenge where it quite literally looks like they got in like a fight. And here's where I come in as the unfun joy kill I've been since I was five years old. This is objectively a really dangerous thing to do. So dangerous, in fact, that it has inspired 
a fair number of medical professionals to head over to TikTok and say, please, please stop fucking doing this. The ICUs are full of COVID patients. And the last thing we need is you rolling up there with a busted face and a broken tailbone because you were doing the milk crate challenge. Things progress to the point that TikTok actually ends up banning the milk crate challenge on August 27th. They said in a statement to the Washington Post that the platform, quote, prohibits content that promotes or glorifies dangerous acts. And they really fucking did. Because if you try to look for the crate challenge hashtag on TikTok, it just says no results found. And you also can't search for that tag on Instagram. It was actually funny when I was talking to Keith Dorsey. He said when the influencers at the collab crib first tried the crate challenge, he wouldn't let them do it too high, which oh, kind of I love that. <laughs> I love that gives me such comfort. <laughs> Just speaks to how dangerous this is. He was like, I didn't want that smoke. He also said that while TikTok took down most of their crate challenge videos, they left one up, but they stopped counting views on it. So it's stuck at around 30K views, even if people continue to watch it, which is one of the ways that TikTok kind of stops trends in their tracks. Interesting. Though, as life does, social media finds a way. There are a few variations. (laughs) Anyway, there are a few variations that bring up results. So that's that's basically how we got here. I don't know if you've ever seen a milk crate. Like we used to use them in like middle school, elementary school for our books. But like they often on the side, if you have like a real one from a dairy, will say like it's like the tag on the mattress. It's like, it's it's illegal to sell an actual milk crate. Like, like milk crate theft is a real thing in this country. It's like a really big profit loss issue for dairies. Hello, I'm from upstate New York. Can I take your number? Um, I did not know this, which again, raises the question of where the fuck is everyone getting, getting the these? Where are they getting the crates? After the break, Madison attempts to find some crates. And also find out if this challenge has crates flying off the shelves as quickly as TikTok would have you believe. Or maybe everyone just has a dairy farm in their backyard. I think that's what's happening. More on that after the break. not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Where to Be a Woman is the podcast celebrating the best of women's well-being. I'm Sophia Smith-Gaylor. And I'm Sachi Cole. And we're on a quest to find out where in the world women are living their best lives. We're hearing from some incredible women about what their countries are getting right. And picking the best bits for our female fantasy land. Because you can't build it if you can't imagine it first. 
Where to Be a Woman from the BBC World Service. Listen now wherever you get your BBC podcasts. In 2007, TV network CBS dropped 40 kids in the middle of the New Mexico desert as part of a brand new reality show. These kids would have to build their own society from scratch. And if this sounds like Lord of the Flies to you, well, it was meant to. We were on this mission together. We were going to prove to the world that we could make a better society than adults could. I'm Josh Gwynn, and I want to know what this wild TV experiment was really about. Split Screen, Kid Nation, a six-part podcast from CBC. Available now. All right, we are back. As we said before the break, we're a few days past TikTok's ban right now. So where is the crate challenge right now? Madison? (laughs) Well, I, as we all know, love a stunt. So I went on a mission to find some crates because I, one, just just needed to know, were people buying the crates? Were people stealing the crates? Where does one acquire a crate that is structurally sound enough to walk on? Uh, so I called up uh, a whole mess of Targets and Walmarts and Home Depots. And I tried a couple of dairies and no one picked up, probably because they're actually tending to like live cows, cattle. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe they're tending to their stolen dairy crates. Who knows? Truly. Uh, so here is... Uh, my neighborhood Target, who I called up first. Target Atlantic Terminal. Hi, yeah, I was wondering if you guys sell milk crates. One second. No, we don't sell them. Has anybody else called and asked about milk crates lately? Yeah, all the time. Yeah, all the time. When did you notice, like, more people calling? Once the crate challenge happened. Yeah, have you, what do you think of the crate challenge? I think it's okay. I wouldn't do it. I'm too scary. <laughs> yeah, that's sort of where I land, too. Well, thank you for your help. No problem. Have a good one. HR Target. I was wondering if you sell milk crates. Milk crates? Yeah, like the plastic crates you might use for, like, Oh, okay. Um, or... I I don't think we do. Is there a reason? Oh, my gosh. Please tell me you're not doing the milk crate challenge. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. The (laughs) moment of realization. She was like, no, I don't think anyone. Oh, my God, please don't. (laughs) (laughs) These calls, though, also speak to the ubiquity of the trend we were laying out in that so many of the people I talked to unprompted, like it clicked. Oh, your dumbass wants these because you want to climb them. (laughs) Hi, Humsey Hi, yes. Um, I was wondering if you guys sell milk crates. We, if you're looking for, like, the crates where people have been doing a crate challenge, we actually sold out all of our crates. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, recently? Yeah. We have none. Uh, so no milk crates at the Home Depot. No. Got it. No, well, there's milk crates at the Home Depot, just not our store. So the next store that's closest to us is the Brooklyn Hamilton store. They have 37 crates. That's what it says on the um, thing. Better better hurry. I know where we can get 37 milk crates in Brooklyn. You ready to go? Mm Okay, we're not doing that. (laughs) I'm not doing that. You can do whatever you want. (laughs) HR, this is Carmen speaking. Can I find something? Hi, yeah. I was wondering if you sell milk crates. We do have crates, yes. Yeah, like the kind for the milk crate challenge. 
Um, I don't know if they'll be that sturdy. They're just really for more like for books. They're not as that thick like that, no, ma'am. Okay. <laughs> but we do have we do have crates, but they're not. I'm, I'm telling you, they're not that sturdy like the milk crates. Okay. So I shouldn't right. try to stack them and climb up them. No, ma'am. <laughs> I wouldn't do that. Have, no, um, and don't do that. I mean, you can do what you want to do, but okay. Yeah. All have, right. Um, Thank you. I think this is my favorite person I talk to all day. <laughs> I love her. The way she was just like, do what you want, but please fucking don't. <laughs> Get off the line and don't die. <laughs> she was like, bye bye. <laughs> they do have crates. She did want us to know. <laughs> Speaking of stunts, you reported on the kind of last dangerous challenge, a.k.a. the Tide Pod Challenge, right? Yeah, I did. I actually, because we all know I love a stunt, I made edible Tide Pods out of, like, unflavored gelatin and pudding and oh. food cup. They were disgusting. Wait, no. Wait, that, that sounds so good. They were disgusting. The thing I will say, though, about the Tide Pod eating drama, it wasn't real. For the most part, people were not actually trying to eat Tide Pods. It was this, like, Tumblr-born... What do they call them? Dark foods? Dangerous foods? Oh, forbidden foods. Forbidden mm -hmm. foods. Right. So unlike the milk crate challenge where people are absolutely falling off and smacking <laughs> their heads on the sidewalk, you know, people weren't actually eating Tide Pods. I think a better comparison is something like the bird box challenge or the duct tape challenge or the banana peel challenge. Those are all from when you were in like middle school, Rachel. But I assure you, <laughs> people got hurt. Okay, Bird Box Challenge was not when I was in middle school. I don't remember the <laughs> duct tape challenge, so perhaps you were correct on that regard. That one was like kids were taping themselves up, sort of like, uh, well, the 2021 comparison is if you were a flight attendant restraining an unruly passenger, uh, <laughs> but you did it to yourself and then tried to escape. To my recollection, some kid went blind in one eye because he fell and smacked his head while doing it. Oh, my God. Wait, <laughs> Wow. So <laughs> if he blinded himself doing that, imagine what's coming out of the fucking milk crate challenge. But I mean, the ICUs are also full. So, you know, it's really hard <laughs> to say where I come down on the milk crate challenge. Because, like, I'm not going to lie and say I haven't enjoyed people busting their ass. It's kind of fun to watch. But also, there are safer things you could do. But life is full of risk. But also, don't blame me. You went on a real journey there. <laughs> that is the kind of deep ambivalence I feel about the Milk Crate Challenge, where it's so fun to watch. I love that it's become this community sport. I love the concept of the Hood Olympics. I love that it's Black people being joyful and doing some, frankly, incredible things. But also, it, it is objectively dangerous, so I can't quite fully <laughs> support it with my whole chest. I'm a supporter with, like, half my chest. Just you know? one, one lobe of one, one lung. One single boob, yes. Well, that's absolutely where we leave you today, folks. <laughs> one single boob worth of Crate Challenge endorsement. <laughs> if 
If you do not want to break your leg, arm, hip, rib cage, or cause yourself any other type of bodily harm, please do not participate in the milk crate challenge. Do you like having functioning knees? Great. Stay safely on the ground. ICYMI is not responsible for any injury incurred while participating in the milk crate challenge, nor will be sympathetic to your complaints in our DMs or inbox because you brought this upon yourself. Do not attempt the milk crate challenge if you are lactose intolerant. Do not attempt the milk crate challenge if you are allergic to the milk crate challenge. You may not consume grapefruit while participating in the milk crate challenge. Do not attempt the milk crate challenge if a doctor has previously warned you against the all right, that is the show. We will be back in your feed on Saturday, so definitely subscribe or do what my roommate does whenever we go to a party together, which is take somebody else's phone, subscribe to the podcast from whatever podcast player they use, and then download the last three episodes. It's the best way to never miss an episode. <laughs> you can also tell your friends about us. You can follow us on Twitter at ICYMI underscore pod, which is also where you can send us questions like, milk crate challenge you can also send us questions like milk crate challenge to icymi at slate.com who knows we might have you on the show icymi is produced by daniel schrader our supervising producer is derek john forrest wickman and allegra frank are our editors and gabe roth is editorial director of audio see you online or at crane barrel like, it looks like there's a music festival. There are so many people. Crate Cella. That was, that was pretty good. Yeah, it was pretty good. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I resent having to admit that. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Do you ever feel like there's nothing new? In the news, you know there are urgent things happening in the world around you, but all you hear is noise. That's why we made What Next? Our goal is to tell you the stories you haven't heard before, or maybe a different side to the story you thought you already knew all about. I'm Mary Harris, the host of What Next? And I love my job because it helps me cut through the noise of the news. And then I get to bring it to you. Together, we can figure out what next.